1: Yo yeah, ho 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 Welcome in It is the Odd Couple On a Worship Wednesday Rob Parker Along Rob with Rob Parker Andy Furman Wow in, That's right In for Chris Broussard And we're coming to you And broadcasting live From the TireRack.com Studio we'll do it live. We will build Do it live And what a show we have for you on this Wednesday. A lot of good stuff to talk about. Hey, we're going to go back. We're going to talk with Howard Johnson, Hojo. Wow. From the uh, Mets, the team that won the World Series in 1986. We'll talk to him, do some baseball talk there with uh, Hojo. Looking forward to that. Um, and a couple other things that uh, on uh, on the docket. Eddie House, of course, the NBA champion, Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, Uh, we'll check in with Eddie as well. So we have a lot of stuff to do here in the next three hours. And I couldn't think of anybody else who I'd want to do it with, with Chris Boussard being out on vacation the rest of this week, than none other than the Cincinnati legend himself,
4: Andy Furman. What's up, Andy? You couldn't think of anybody else? Come on, really? You gotta be kidding! Me. But thank you for having me. And By the way, you talk about the only thing a legend means to be—you've been around a long time. That's what a legend is. No, and you, you. made it. No way, you are a star. You are a star. <laughs> Stand-up comedy. You got starting a radio station for African Americans. You're a teacher at USC. You know, when I grow up again, if I ever have a chance to grow up again, I want to be like you. I want to be like you. You're a star. You're a superstar.
1: I don't know about that, Andy. You know me, Andy. You know me for a long time. I'm the same guy. No doubt. I've always been a hard worker, and I feel like there's things to accomplish. And Andy, you've been in the radio business for a long time. And all I'm going to say is there's never been a sports talk radio station in the country for African-Americans, right? All African-American hosts. And I'm trying to do it. That's all. I think it's about. great.
4: I, I think it's wonderful. I, I, it's ingenious, really. When you think about it, I don't know why it hasn't been done before. And I'm waiting to read about it in the Amsterdam News so I can send you a copy of it.
1: There you go. All right. We got a great show for you. I appreciate the kind words. And uh, always great to be on with Andy Furman. We've known each other for a gazillion years. All right. Let's welcome in the Odd Couple crew because we wouldn't be able to do this fine radio program without them. Of course, Rob G is our producer. Alex is our engineer, Alex the Vegan. Are you still doing the vegan thing, or are you mixing in meat every once
4: in a while? You know what, Rob? I decided that conforming to a cult is just not a way to live, so I just decided to stay plant-based and have some fun once in a while.
1: Once in a while, right? So you'll have some ribs with barbecue sauce. There you
4: go. Rahm is still yeah. waiting for you to take me.
1: He had a hamburger that had a tail on it, right? It did me out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, my God. All right, there you go. Alex is our guy. And of course, Monty Bolaños is at the yeah. uh, anchor desk. That's right, Monty. She'll be yeah. updated. And Elijah yeah, yeah. is our social media guru and um. He is uh, as good as it gets in the business. So let's kick it off here, Andy. Let's do some NBA. And Rob G., I want you to jump in because, Andy, I got a bone to pick with where we are in the
2: NBA and, and kind of in sports. Rob G., uh, hit us up. Sure. So last night, the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Dallas Mavericks on a buzzer beater from like 60 feet away. That was an unbelievable shot. shot. My really goodness, was. great it was it really awesome. Was. And then after the game, Donovan Mitchell, current star of the Cavs, was talking with the reporters about, you know, the game and some of the players, particularly about Kyrie Irving. Because Kyrie Irving made a return to Cleveland. It was a very emotional night for him. He tweeted about it. He talked about it himself. And during the conversation, he Mitchell was asked about Kyrie Irving potentially getting his jersey retired in Cleveland. Here's what Mitchell said, quote, He should have his jersey retired for sure. Being able to do what he did at the highest level year after year to go from not winning to being able to do that and have the impact I think is something that is truly remarkable. Obviously what he's done in the playoffs in his career in Cleveland, where he brought the city a championship, I feel like him, K-Love, and Braun should all have their jerseys retired.
1: Andy, here's the problem. We now live in the NBA participation trophy era. Everybody is a Hall of Famer. Everybody is a GOAT. Everybody's numbers should be retired. Everybody should get a tribute video. What is going on in the NBA and in sports where everybody wants to be crowned and given something? I, I don't even get it. And I'm not knocking Kyrie. He was a part of that team that came back from 3-1 when the Warriors choked and LeBron and them won a championship for Cleveland, the first one in 50 years. And you could commemorate that championship. But Kevin, everybody and their uncle should get their number retired.
4: To joke. Why did he stop
1: there? Why didn't Kyrie get a statue out front next to LeBron if you're going to do that?
4: All I know is this, shouldn't you have to play for a certain team for a certain number of years before you get your number retired? Thank you! And more than that, I don't think a championship is the key to getting your number retired. Look, this whole thing, this garbage started, you know when? When the Houston Rockets retired James Harden's number. What was that all about? James Harden's number is retired with the Rockets. And what have they done? Think, think about it. I, I, I think that you have to have a, a, a steadfast career with one team for X amount of years, and then perhaps you can get your jersey retired. Jersey's is it, retired. Is, is it almost equal to being a almost Hall of Famer when you get your jersey retired? 100%.
1: It should be the ultimate compliment where somebody is synonymous with an organization. Kyrie has, had, has been on, I don't know, how many teams now? Six? I mean, like, seriously, you don't even think it. Do you really think of Kyrie as just the Cavaliers? And I get it with the championship trophy, made the big three. And I'm not saying that when you commemorate that team, but do you really, really feel like that is worthy of having your number retired? I'm with you. You have to have played for a team for a long time, had some had success but be synonymous or be where where fans feel like this guy had the ultimate impact on an organization. I say it all the time. When they put LeBron's statue out in front of the arena in Cleveland, in one hand he should have a basketball Andy, and in the other hand he should have a suitcase. I mean, that that would wrap up LeBron's
4: career. But let's go back to the Boston Celtics where they hardly have any numbers left to, to wear because most of them retired, but I have no problem with that because a the run that they had didn't they have something like eleven championships in thirteen years, and these guys performed on those teams. There wasn't any movement. The, the free agency deal, they stayed in Boston, and certainly guys like Casey Jones didn't have great statistics, but he was part of the team. That's right. the thing; those guys' numbers should have been retired, and they it's, were.
1: It's like the Yankees. The Yankees won twenty seven championships. I mean, it's hard have won that many championships and not reward the players who were a part of so much winning. The, right. the, the winning is franchised easily in American sports, but I think probably worldwide, you probably... I, I don't know all the other records and teams around the world, but Andy, I would guess it's it's either number one or right up there as a franchise to win 27 championships. And I, I, I just... When Kevin Durant went back to Brooklyn, you remember he demanded a trade. Right, they gave him a tribute video. A for what? That for (laughs) they didn't even win a tribute video.
4: He asked out. Why would you give him a tribute video? Amazing. But the James Harden thing is crazier. It really is. What did he do in Houston? What did the Rockets do? His number's retired. Was that done because they hoped that they would get him back to come to Houston? I don't get it. I'm going back to the Knicks now. And, like and, some,
1: and, and, yeah. and I'll say this with the Houston. They won two championships, so they have something to celebrate. There's no reason to just put James Harden's number, uh, 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 jersey up because he put up empty calorie stats. I mean, he put up stats. Right. Uh, but but really, uh, I'm, Hall of Fame? No,
4: it's it's a joke. Now I'll go out to the Knicks in '73 when they won it all. I think number nineteen Willis Reed's retired. Twenty-two Dave DeBush is retired. May they rest in peace. I think Bill Bradley's twenty-four is retired. Other than that, I don't think Dick Barnett's numbers retired. I don't, did they retire Omon Rose? I don't know, but I know Reed and DeBusschere and Bradley are retired.
1: Right, you can't you can't retire everybody's number. Right. And then the other thing too is, you can't just start putting up jerseys because you want to sell tickets. Or you know your franchise like oh here's the other one, the Orlando Magic. Shaq I think played there what four years, They're didn't win anything. His. They went to a finals, and they retired his number. Why in the world would the Orlando Magic retire Shaquille O'Neal number?
4: Because Shaquille O'Neal is a big name. Uh, he'll talk about it nationally on TV. But that and, does and, right? build I mean, your it, it, own it, it, history.
1: Why I don't I you wait until somebody wearing your uniform plays a long time, delivers a championship or something? That Those are the people uh, whose numbers should be retired. When you look at the Dallas Mavericks, right, and Dirk, he finally got them over the hump. They won a championship, right? He played there for, what, 19 seasons? That that's a guy's number. You retire, right? Do you retire everybody who's on that team? No.
4: I I don't understand where Donovan Mitchell got this this brainstorm to retire Curry's number. However, they're all know, friends. They're all buddies. Yeah, but you know what's what more, than that this
1: is what they do, Andy. This is yeah. what they do.
4: But it's more is, than that. I think before any player in any league, puts on a uniform, I'm talking about football, basketball, baseball, they need to have kind of a history course, go to the Hall of Fame of their sport, see what it's all about. Because to throw out stories like retire this guy's number, you have to see numbers that are retired and how they got retired. Let him go to Springfield Mass and see the numbers that are retired in professional basketball. That's what he needed to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, but this is a part of society. We talk about all the time. I can remember playing Little League Baseball, Andy, and we played in the World Series, you know what I mean, Uh, the championship. Right. Right. The team that won the championship, they got trophies. We we didn't get trophies runner-up. And you shouldn't have. No. But now every kid, they feel like every kid – has to get a trophy. It's not fair for them to play the whole season. And then you have trophy night. It was supposed to be something that you could go out and aspire to. Next year at trophy night, I want a trophy, right? Isn't that that part of it?
4: Rob, I'm going to tell you something. It's kind of filtering down to college sports. What do I mean by that? The chances that are given on college sports, you have three chances to go to the tournament, okay? You got the preseason, which is like preview games, exhibitions. You got the conference season. And if you're that, you fail in that, you could go in the conference 0-16 and win the conference tournament and go to the NCAA tournament. Okay, and it's a joke, but they do it for money, and I don't understand why they say they're doing it for money. Because I watch those conference tournament games, and there's no one in the stands. No one's there.
1: No, they it's, play a, te- a, part it's a television money. You know that yeah, yeah, they don't okay. care about tickets. It's a television money.
4: But all it's, right. it's a, give me another chance, another chance to do it. You know Crazy. that's what it's all about.
1: Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Should Kyrie Irving's jersey be retired in Cleveland? And Do you feel like we're living in the participation trophy era of the NBA where they're just giving out accolades and trophies and tribute videos to everybody and anybody? Uh, We'll continue this conversation next with you on a Worship Wednesday. Rob Parker, along with Andy Furman in for Chris Boussard. Right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay.
4: For a possible Cur- a Kyrie Irvin spotting it in the USA? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Hey,
5: I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
0: Mo play.
1: It is the Odd Couple on a Worship Wednesday, indeed. Coming to you live from the tire Rack.com studios, Rob Parker, along with Andy Furman, the legend himself, in for Chris Broussard. In about uh, less than 10 minutes, Howard Johnson, former Major League Baseball player, won the 1986 World Series with the Mets, We'll talk with him. But first, your phone calls, eight seven seven ninety nine on fox Talking about, should they retire Kyrie Irving's jersey in Cleveland? And are we in the participation trophy era of the NBA? eight seven seven ninety nine on fox Andy, I Here we people go. want to jump in.
4: Here we go. Mike in Orlando, you're on The Odd Couple. How you doing, Michael? Hey, I'm good.
3: How are you?
4: Good.
3: Doing great. They just retired Shaquille O'Neal's jersey, and a lot of Magic fans did not want that at all. The reason that I guess they did it is because now there's three banners in the rafters in that stadium.
1: <laughs> I, I, I understand them wanting to have some special nights but he just wasn't there long enough and didn't accomplish anything. When people think of Shaquille O'Neal, and I know he played in Cleveland and in Boston and in some in Miami, but you think of him as a Laker. That's where he's – jersey and statue, whatever you want to do, should be in L.A. Am I right, Andy? Is that the place?
4: I I would tell you this much. It's more important to have longevity with a team than for winning a championship to have your number retired. That's my take on it. And there's many players in baseball who's never won. They've never won a World Series or a championship, but they have their numbers retired. Ernie Banks of the Chicago Cubs is a guy, right? He was a fan
1: favorite. He was there a long time, and he had 500 home runs.
4: There you go. Yeah, and you don't have to win a title. That's the whole thing right now. But you know, right now Ted it's like, Williams
1: didn't win a title with the right. Red Sox.
4: You're exactly right. And look, you don't have to win it to to get a number retired. I mean, and and I, just
1: I, by winning doesn't mean that your number should be retired either.
4: And what did Jerry West win? One number forty four with the Lakers. He won one. Yep. Right. I'm, but he, longevity and, and the records that he had. You know, it, it's a funny thing, and I never thought it would come to this in Major League Sports, that number's retired left and right. It's almost meaningless now. It's a joke. It really is.
1: Eight seven seven nine nine
4: six sixty three sixty nine. Tony and D.C., you're on The Odd Couple. Fellas, what's good? Always a pleasure. What's up, Tony? What's up, my
5: man? How you? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Look. Kyrie gave six seasons there, was part of a great comeback in the NBA Finals, made the biggest shot in Cleveland Cleveland basketball history.
3: So if we're going by the Shaq thing, yeah, Kyrie should be retired. So, uh, I mean, he's more accomplished in Cleveland than Shaq is in Orlando. But we're not saying Shaq should get it. Right. We're saying that It's
1: It's not – it's just that when you think of Kyrie's career, and it doesn't mean that you can't – Talk about the shot or, or uh, the team. You, so, so Kevin Love too, right? Kevin Love should be retired. Uh, that's what Donovan Mitchell said, that they all should have their numbers retired. I just don't think if, if those guys ran off three championships in a row, Andy, then you're talking about something right. different. You made a statement in the league. You put yourself in a leak uh, air, rarefied air. Why are you stopping there? Maybe there's some other players on the team who who were big, you know, retire their numbers too. I I just think it's overkill. You wanna make it special.
4: It cheapens it. Yes. That's it. And I think and
1: and if you're gonna take somebody and it's gonna be LeBron, right? It's gonna be LeBron.
4: It's amazing. I I don't I I never knew that it would come to this. I really didn't. And Andre in Massachusetts, you're on the odd couple. Hello, Andre.
3: How you doing? Thanks for taking the call. First of all, in terms of Kyrie having his jersey retired by the Cavaliers, that's a no-way, no-how situation. The man got two head coaches fired before LeBron got there. Got Mike uh, Mike Brown run out of town. Then they brought in Byron Scott, ran him out of town. Then they bring LeBron back to bring Mike Brown back. To get them uh, in order, uh, and then Ty Lue takes them over the the top to get a championship. So Kyrie Irving, to begin with, in Cleveland, and then for the totality of his career, has been a chemistry killer. So any North, you know, he's going to be one of these guys. Maybe he turns it around. Yes, he did hit that big shot, but Cleveland retiring in his jersey uh, just based on that one shot. Never mind his entire track record there. Never mind the fact that he rage quit forcing himself out to, to come to see us in Boston for two years before he rage quit here to go to New Jersey. So no for Cleveland. NBA, maybe. Uh, Adam Silver, all these initiatives. You need to sit down with Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball because, again, one thing Major League Baseball gets right is their doggone Hall of Fame. They mean business about their history. They mean business about their tradition. NBA, uh, it's, the Hall of Fame is a marketing tool. It, it's a joke. It, it doesn't have
1: any seriousness when you stand. It doesn't up. have any cachet. It
3: doesn't have any no, cachet at all. The and fact
4: that Digger Phelps isn't in the Hall of Fame is a joke. What he's done at Notre Dame and what he did at Fordham, Digger Phelps is not in the Hall of Fame. He's not even in the freaking Fordham Hall of Fame. How's that?
1: Did they win a championship? Oh, Fordham? I'm no. asking. No.
4: All not right. Many, no. But you don't have to.
1: No, <laughs> I just I, I get it. I'm just asking because I I'm just you're trying playing to you're playing with me now. It's all good. All right. right. Appreciate you. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Howard Johnson. Howard Johnson won two World Series in his career. We'll do that coming up next. But first.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: Rob Parker and Andy Furman in for Chris Broussard. And now let's welcome in a two-time World Series champ, Howard Johnson, better known as Hojo. He joins us here on The Odd Couple. Howard, how are you?
5: Rob, I'm doing good, man. How are you
1: doing? I'm doing great. Say hi to Andy. And Howard Johnson uh, played on two very famous baseball teams, the 1984 Tigers, right? Uh, Yeah. Howard, you won the World Series then. That was the wire-to-wire, wire, right, uh, 35-5 oh, yeah. start. That was a great team. And then the 86 Mets that came from a 3-1 to one deficit, uh, a famous Game 6 ball through Bill Buckner's legs Ugh. and then win it in Game 7. Howard, when you think about your baseball career, let's just start here first. I mean, those are two great teams who I've played on.
5: Oh man, I, I, Rob, I got I, I hold both those teams such so high esteem, especially the the Tigers team was it's a it's probably one of the best teams that you'll ever like read about or if you look at if you did a deep dive on them you'd be going wow this is the best team that's ever played and with the start that we had that year uh, just put everything you know it served it up for us we had a great team great pitching just the right just the right right team at the right time and we had a fantastic uh season and then kind of breezed through the postseason and won the world series in easy fashion but the mets team that's the one that uh man i tell you what that 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 playoff series we had with houston and then the, the world series of boston i mean you can't you couldn't script two two great series more than that i mean that those are movie movie series right there those are, they're, they're unbelievable. If you were a fan back in those days or you watching baseball, you just, you automatically just fell in love with it.
1: No doubt. And and I was a reporter in New York for the Daily News during that time. And Hojo, oh, I was wow. there. Yeah, I was, I was there for Bill Buckner's game. I was there covering that. I was 22 years old, my first year covering oh. Major League Baseball in 1986. So I'm, I'm very familiar with all that. It was tremendous. But let's say this before, Andy, you jump in here. Hojo is receiving the Thurman Munson Award in New York City on March 14th at the 44th Annual Benefit of the AHRC NYC Foundation. And uh, the, the Munson Awards are presented to individuals for uh, on-field excellence and the betterment of sports and community. And uh, that, that must be some honor for you, uh, hojo to get
3: that
5: man i'm 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 thrilled i mean i'm i'm more than i mean i'm so happy to be going in with you know atino and and gregory o'connell the two of them you know those are those are icons in new york and just to be recognized for you know something that i enjoy doing you know i enjoy working with kids teaching kids you know clinics and things and just trying to help uh, players of any age, man, you know, boy or girl doesn't matter. Just helping them out and trying to get them, you know, to be to get better and improve and enjoy the game baseball. And that's, I just I just love what I do.
4: Hojo Andy Furman here. I want to say first off, congratulations on the award. Number one, number two. Rob and I were talking about retiring numbers and Hall of Fame. Well, you know that. Yes, you are in the New York Mets Hall of Fame, but I got a bigger question huh. for you. A lot of noise yes. right now. A lot of noise on the uniforms in Major League Baseball. My take on yeah. it is this: I think it was a PR stunt to get baseball attention. That's what I thought. What do you think <laughs> about the about the uniforms, really?
5: <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know, man. When you get the Players Association complaining, then it's a problem. So I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't seen them up close, but. I have seen uniforms that you can see through a little bit. Wow. Um and they're not they're not good. I mean nobody wants to you don't want some of the some of the manufacturers get really smart though. They 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 have like their undergarments, right? And they'll have the Nike swoosh down by the knee and that'll show through those pants. So it's kinda it's kind of an advertising thing as well. But I don't I don't I don't know if it's gonna be I don't know if they're good or not. I my my gut tells me that that's, there's something there, but we'll, we'll find out soon enough, I guess.
1: Our guest is Howard Johnson won two World Series, one with the Tigers, one with the Mets. Hojo, let's talk about baseball now. A couple things I want to uh, yeah. uh, kick around with you. First is the Shohei Otani and what's going on. I'm on my way to spring training in Arizona. They have okay. crowds overflowing. Uh, you played in Major League Baseball. You made a great living. But when you saw him sign for $700 million for a baseball player, oh my God. fully guaranteed, what was your first thought and reaction? And just tell me what you think of Shohei as a player.
5: Well, I, I'll take the easy one, first of all. I mean, as a player, there's there's not many guys better than him. The guy that, guy that can pitch and hit and, and do damage at the plate, um, you know, it's a two-way guy. So you're, he's getting paid like two players. And and that was a big question is you know what what's his market after you know getting hurt the year before, and I think at his age he's still pretty young. I don't I didn't think that was gonna be a big impact because teams are gonna they're gonna pay it regardless. It's it's not like uh, you know it used to be where if you got hurt you know you were you were damaged goods and that sort of thing. You're gonna recover from from TJ. You're gonna recover from that stuff pretty fast. Um, modern medicine so.
1: Um, but but he's, the he's number seven hundred million. What was your reaction when you heard the news? <laughs> oh. My first reaction was, that's almost
5: a billion dollars. That's <laughs> just just south of a billion. And my first thought was, is someone going to make a billion? Who's the first guy that's going to make a billion dollars? Wow! I don't know. It's 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 hard to put your finger on it. When Patrick Mahomes signed for five hundred mil, I was like. Man, that's a lot of money for football, <laughs> and then all of a sudden now we got seven hundred million in baseball. So uh, I don't know. I mean, it just tells me that there's money. They're they're swimming in money. It's 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 ridiculous. Well, let me but, say this,
1: and I want to jump in one more time, Andy. Here on ahead. the baseball, they made changes last year, and and yeah. Howard. Uh, it improved the game. I was against it at first, like the pitch clock. I thought they were catering the game for people who didn't like baseball. It shaved 30 minutes off. We got the bigger bases. We got way more stolen bases, and they got rid of the shift. So we got more people on the base pass. Guys weren't getting robbed of hits. And baseball sold 70 million tickets last year. Uh, wow. so, so the game is healthy. What did you think of the changes in the game? good questions. I, I I like all the changes except for two. Um
5: I don't like the I don't like the bigger bases. I'm not a huge fan of that. And I don't like the rule where pitchers can only disengage twice. To me that that really cheapens the stolen base. Um I like right, can you imagine box. Ricky Henderson
1: sliding into a pizza box?
5: Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he would have he would have stole twice as many bases. But just not just knowing that a pitcher can't throw to first or throw to second to try to you know keep you close. I mean that's 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 all you want. You you're trying to steal when they're not they're not going to throw throw over. You know so when you make it obvious that they're not going to throw over, it's just like the green light is on, and you just take advantage. And that's exactly what's happening. But I'm, let me say one more thing about the rules. I love the fact they took the shift away, and I'll tell you why. I get a lot of flack from this from people. They'll say. They'll say, well, just hit the ball over, you know, if you're left-handed, just hit the ball over the shortstop or hit the ball to third base or drop a bunt down. That's what, that's what people will say. And I'll say, well, you can do that one time, then they're going to put the third baseman right there. Now you've got to try to hit a ground ball. The dirty little secret is that they want hitters to try to manipulate their swing right. to do something that's – so it's a win. It's a win regardless for the for the defensive team. And not not to mention the game is already – stacked against you as a hitter when everybody's standing in their normal positions three out of 10 is not a great success rate and that, that'll get you in the hall of fame so now you're going to put eight guys or six guys on one side of the field and the second baseman in the short right field i'm against that i'm against that i think that it takes ruins the spirit of the game you got to keep things somewhat fair between the pitcher and the hitter
4: there you go. Hojo, oh, let me ask you this question. When you think of the NBA and you think of the faces of the NBA, the stars, you think of Steph Curry, yeah. Giannis, Jokic, Luka. When you think of baseball, who, what name comes to mind? I think baseball needs a face to promote the game of baseball.
5: It's Otani it's right now.
4: No it's Otani and
5: Acuna. It's not even. It's, it's, it's Otani and Acuna. Those two guys right now are the face of baseball. Hard to yeah, have that tra- when they don't
4: speak English, though.
5: I, I, listen, I didn't want to go there, but you know, since you brought it up, it's, it's one of those things that it's, it's weird, but baseball has become an international sport. And so it's only fitting that that's what we have. And I'm fine with that. I love the fact that we have Latin guys playing, you know, guys from Asia. I love it. I mean, bring, bring them on, you know, Australia, whatever. It doesn't matter. Europe is going to eventually have somebody over here. I mean, it's a matter, only a matter of time.
1: Um, I'm with you, Howard. I think, it, I think it makes the game way more international. And now the right. money that the Dodgers are going to make from Japan and Asian countries and people who just idolize, they're going to make more money than they ever could have imagined. It's, You know what,
5: Rob? It's the Taylor Swift effect for MLB.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, what man. it is. Yeah.
5: My, my nine-year-old granddaughter watched the Super Bowl just to see Taylor Swift, what, three or four times.
1: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
5: I couldn't, I couldn't even – I mean, I would never be able to get her to watch a game, and, and yet she's watching the Super Bowl. So I'm all for it. I, I, part, part of me kind of wishes it was the old way, but I totally get it. Listen, game, the game has changed, and I'm fine with it.
1: There you go. His name is Howard Johnson. Again, congratulations. The Thurman Munson Award, March 14th in New York City. Thanks, Hojo. We appreciate it, man. Stay well.
5: Be well, Hey, man, I'm, a, I'm Andy. Hey, Rob, I'm a fan of you guys.
1: Ah, uh, appreciate I, thank that.
4: You. Thank
5: you. I am. I'm a fan. I, I love watching you on the other, other shows that you do, and especially with Chris and everybody. Ah, so. uh, thank
1: you, it's all Andy. Good, brother.
5: Hopefully we'll get to meet one of these days.
1: Yep, Hojo, I appreciate it. I'll see you, man. Thank you. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye.
4: See you. See you,
1: Hojo. Yep. All right, Andy, the king has returned. I'll explain that next. It is the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay.
0: So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
1: It is the Odd Couple on a Worship Wednesday. Rob Parker along with Andy Furman in for Chris Broussard. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studio. And Andy, it is time for a little Shekel City.
4: There you go, there you go, there you go. Welcome to Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the Sprat.
1: Andy, for the record, last night, my best bet, I took the Pistons plus 10 and a half at Chicago, and they came through for everybody. Pistons won that game mm-hmm. in Chicago. Here we go tonight. Best bet, I'm taking the Clippers minus two and a half. They are hosting the Lakers in uh, downtown Los Angeles tonight. Uh, also, I'm going to take the Nuggets minus seven and a half. They host the Kings in Denver. And I got the T Wolves minus 12 and a half. They host the Grizzlies. So the T Wolves. you know
4: why I respect you? Why because is that? you tell everybody how you did the day before and what you yes, waged on. You got to try to put don't. that out
1: there. You know right. what I mean? Yep. So T Wolves minus 12 and a half. Nuggets minus seven and a half, and the Clippers minus two and a half. All home teams, all favorites. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on, Andy. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right. We teased it. We said the king is returning. You know who that king is, Andy? LeBron James? No, it's me tonight. I'm back on stage. (laughs) Oh,
4: that's right. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. I'm doing stand-up
1: tonight at the Venice Whaler tonight between 8 and 10 on Washington here in Los Angeles and um, Andy you know people ask me like man oh my god you do all these things how could you do stand up whatever and um, it's a way to get out of my comfort zone now Rob G was at the birthday party in Vegas and Rob G said he laughed even though he had knew most he had heard some of my jokes right Rob G right? Most he of laughed
4: it. are they G rated? oh of course Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I was trying to get fired, I think, at the party, Andy. I might have been, right?
2: <laughs> but, Andy- There I, was my, a no my... cell phone rule, in effect, at Rob's party. Yes, my God.
3: <laughs>
1: but, Andy, do you- How about you and comedy? That's what I wanted to find out. Me? Do you go- No, do you go to- Have you gone, or did you used to go to comedy uh, yeah, shows? Yeah, I did,
4: but you, but you know what? Some of them are so bad. I mean, honestly, I mean, the clubs in Cincinnati, you know, these guys trying to make it. Some of them are really bad. I, I've gone to a couple, you know, but- uh, Uh, I I tend to like watching the the HBO specials, though, on TV. You know, we just lost a comic.
1: Richard Lewis just died from Curb Your Enthusiasm, right?
4: Right, and I love that show, too.
1: I used to, when I was younger, Andy and I lived in New York, I used to go to the comedy clubs. And there used to be times where you would be in a a comedy club in New York, and Chris Rock would walk in. You're not expecting him, and he would come in, and work on material and big time stars would walk into the comedy clubs and just get on stage next. And, and it was pretty amazing. As I've gotten older, I don't go as much, but I used to like it. I used to think of it as a nice date night to go out, laugh. Uh, uh, Rob G., Alex, have you guys been to comedy clubs recently or are they played out since COVID?
4: I wouldn't necessarily say they're, like, played out. It's just more so it's heightened into if you want the experience, you go. Because everybody and their mother has a Netflix special now, so. You're right. You're exactly right about that. But I want to ask Rob about the material. Do you write it yourself? How do you practice it? How nervous are you? This is something that you never get a chance to talk to somebody who does stand up. Yeah. What prompted you to do it at first? You know what? On the
1: show, Chris has always given me grief, saying, oh, you think you're funny, and Rob, do you remember this? He kept saying, Get on stage if you think you're so funny. Why don't you get on stage? It was kind of like a dare. And I was like, I'm not afraid to get on a stage. I mean, you know, we perform every day for a lot of people, Andy. We're just not on a stage. But you teach in looking at too. Them. That's
4: being on a stage too. Exactly.
1: Right? I teach all the time. And I'm in front of people and I have to speak, public speaking. I've, uh, matter of fact, in March 19th, I'm speaking on a panel at Harvard uh, coming up. So I have been in front of people a lot, but when I get up there, it's very relaxing. I don't feel any pressure. I'm just going to have some fun. And I don't think I'm Kevin Hart or I'm some big, you know what I mean? It's right. just not that kind but of But the power material, tip.
4: do you ever think you're going to black out and forget about the material that you wrote? No,
1: nah, it's, it's all stuff that I wrote and kind of work with. So, I mean, sometimes you forget a joke, you know what I mean? And you don't. Go do give all the jokes you want to give. But for the most part, I'm always kind of around. I know I always kind of put it in the departments. I'm going to talk about this first. So I kind of know that these jokes go here. Then I'm going to talk about this place and these jokes go here. And then I'm going to talk about this person and these jokes go here. You know what I mean? So I always have three kind of departments right, right. to kind of keep the jokes in order, not to be all over the place. That's how and I you think it you it's like difficult. an
4: hour, an hour and a half on the stage? No, no, no.
1: Up on stage? I'm up on stage for five to six minutes.
4: Oh, that's all you need. That's all you need.
1: I do my best work in five minutes, Andy. I'm just telling That's what I heard. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: all right. Hour number two of the Odd Couples coming up. My goodness gracious. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about Bill Belichick and the beating he's been taking from... Andy, uh, just all these players, ex-players, everybody kicking Bill Belichick when he's down. And I'm not the biggest. I know he cheated and all that kind of stuff, but I think a lot of this is over-the-top or ridiculous to just bash the guy who won six Super Bowls and is a hell of a defensive coach. So we'll talk about that, and Eddie House will join us as well in the second hour. It is the out Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay!
0: America! Zumo Play.